Welcome to the Fort Bragg PWOC podcast. Today we are so excited to have the lovely Lisa Childs join us to share about how Jesus can be our friend. She will give us a few tips on how to be friends with our amazing Savior. Thank you so much for joining us today. and I have the privilege this morning to share the devotion. And the theme this year for PWC is centered on discipleship. The simplest way that I can describe discipleship is that as a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, I am fully dedicated to learning all about Jesus's teachings. And you see the progression of learning is that as I start to learn and then apply it into my life, it begins to compel me with a desire to want to share it with others. But you see, the uniqueness of discipleship is that I'm not just learning from a teacher, but I'm also learning from a very close and personal friend. And I wanna share with you a story from scripture about one of the most beautiful friendships that two sisters, Mary and Martha, had with Jesus. And we find their story in Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 38. And it says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken from her. Many of us know this story and this application about how Martha was very distracted and concerned about the tasks of hospitality rather than the opportunity she had to learn from her teacher. You see, Mary is deemed a disciple because she was one who desired to learn from her teacher. But there's another nuance to this story that doesn't often get as much attention and it's the beautiful friendship that existed between Jesus and this family. You see, these are the sisters of Lazarus, the one whom Jesus wept when he had died, but then he rose him from the grave. You see, this is the house also in Bethany, which is a town that Jesus spent a lot of time in before he went into Jerusalem. And so it's highly likely that Jesus spent a lot of time with this family. You see, Jesus considered this family as his friends. And we also see the total comfort that these sisters have around Jesus. You see, it would have been expected that Mary would go and help her sister. But you see, she was so comfortable with Jesus that she would throw off all expectations of her that were needed from her. And she would waltz into a room full of men and then sit in a position of devotion and worship at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus loved it. Oh man, and he was not gonna let anyone take Mary away from him. 
Now, Martha, she had her own comfort level with Jesus too. And the way that I can describe, do you have that one particular friend that you can be fully yourself around in ways that you can't with anyone else? You see, that's the kind of rapport that Martha had with Jesus. And I mean, the way that she talks to him, there is no way that she could talk this way to any other man. And then we see in Jesus' reply that, first of all, they're on a first name basis. And then Jesus lovingly and soothingly addresses the heart of Martha, acknowledging that what Martha was doing was good, but reminding her that what Mary was doing was way better. You see, Jesus is our exalted king. So yes, he deserves our reverence before him. But you see, it is because of his incredible grace and that like a holy and righteous king would invite sinners to be his friends. Let's take a look at another passage in John 15. And Jesus is talking to his disciples. And this is what he tells his disciples. And in verse 12, he says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my father, I have learned and given over to you. You see, I believe that if we were to cultivate a friendship with Jesus, it would completely transform our perspective. And it would also change our approach to discipleship. Because I think it will actually inspire us to live boldly and faithfully in the mission and call that Jesus asks of us in the Great Commission, to go and make disciples. You see, I wanna share with you three ways in which I think that we can cultivate that close friendship with Jesus. Because I think that when we have that close friendship, we also start to become his disciples who will also then go and make disciples. Now, the first way that we can cultivate that friendship with Jesus is you have to know Jesus first as savior. You see, God created us to be in an intimate relationship with him, but you see sin separated us from that and no good deed can fix that. You see, there was a huge cost to our sin, but God provided a way. And he sent his one and only son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sin. And Jesus died on a cross and then rose again on the third day. But you see, by conquering death, Jesus proved that he is the living God. And it is through his sacrifice that we now become reconciled to a holy God. And you see that reconciliation that we have only requires you to believe. You see, belief in Jesus is about knowing and believing that who he is is exactly who he says he is. And then when we trust him, he forgives us once and for all. We are now given eternal life. And it is in that moment that we trust that we are now able to enjoy a personal relationship and friendship with God. The second way that we can cultivate that friendship with Jesus is that once you know him as your savior and Lord, start to expand your knowledge about him. Get to know Jesus. You see, we do this through communion by digging into his word and spending time with him in prayer. You see, relationships thrive with quality time and conversation. 
I mean, it's intentional investment in the moments that you have and make. See, the more that you talk to Jesus in prayer, the more you start to trust him and then rely in the Holy Spirit that's already residing in you, by the way, and then it's guiding you along the way. And you see, we have this privilege, privilege to be able to freely read God's word for now. You see, look at God's word as an opportunity to get to know the one who created you with intention and purpose. And then the third way that we can cultivate that friendship with Jesus is through obedience. You see, is there someone that you know that if they came up to you and asked you for a favor, that if it was anyone else, you wouldn't do it. But because it was this particular person, you will drop everything to make sure that you make it happen. You see, that is the kind of relationship that God wants to have with us. You see, obedience to God shouldn't be this dreaded rule or something that we just kind of begrudgingly adhere to. You see, remember, Jesus just told his disciples that they were his friends. Okay, essentially, Jesus and his disciples, they're like battle buddies. Okay, and we all know that you do not leave your battle buddy behind. Okay, Jesus says that he will never leave us or forsake us. Okay, it doesn't matter whether you like your battle buddy, you will make sure that they're okay. And see, the thing is with Jesus is that he actually likes you. And so he will go through hell and fire to make sure that you're okay. You see, when Jesus comes to his disciples and says like, okay, go therefore and make disciples. What were the disciples' response to that? Um, okay, no. You see, they were like, well, of course I'm gonna go to the ends of the earth and tell everybody in my path about you. Are you kidding me? Like I just saw literally everything that you just did. How could I not tell others of that? You see, obedience to their friend was the least that they could do for someone who sacrificed everything for their eternal security. <laughs> and so, I mean, we've lost that zeal and that excitement today. But you see, that is the kind of God that we serve. And so how do we create that relationship, that friendship with Jesus? It's to first of all, know that he loves you and that he wants to be with you. Okay, know him as your savior and then get to know him as your friend and then obey everything that your friend has asked of you. Let's pray because I'm, I'm getting all fired up. Lord Jesus, thank you for your friendship. Thank you that you love us so much. Forgive us, Lord, for any sin that might be in our life right now. Thank you, Lord, that you just forgave that sin. Give us a desire to want to go out and share you, Lord. Give us confidence. Let us know that you love us. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks. Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word.